0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the show. This is Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. i sure I'm glad you did. Hey, uh, we're back. Uh, it seems like we've been off for a long time. Um, I, I think it's only been a few days, but um, I don't know. I just, I've been busy on, uh, with my, my other work, my painting and stuff, and, um, but I'm glad to be back, glad to be back. Uh, we've got a fantastic uh, director on, uh, filmmaker on uh, the line with us today. I just watched his film the other night uh, with my wife, and uh, the name of the film, it's uh, fantastic. It's uh, A Day to Die, and our guest today is director Mr. Wes Miller. Wes, how are you doing? Hey, what's up,
2: Jamie? I'm great, and thanks for having me on the show, man. Oh, yeah,
1: anytime, man, anytime. Hey, I really, really enjoyed this. And just for, you know, some focus uh, group feedback, my wife did as well. My wife did as well. So <laughs> there's that. That, that's, that. There's that. That's awesome, man.
2: Yeah, that's, that, that makes uh, me smile, man. You know, just, these things are hard, you know, to, to do, you know, making any kind of movie. So just, just knowing that what you're putting imagine. out there
1: is enjoyed. is great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's the best. That's the best. People always ask, I've had this conversation so many times with people and they're always like, usually it's with musicians uh, or about musicians, they're like, you know, why are the Rolling Stones still, you know, touring and stuff? They don't need the money. I'm like, because they're hooked, man, on that dopamine, (laughs) that serotonin. There is nothing to an artist, no matter what kind of artist, better than people digging what you're doing, you know? I mean, it's, and you look at people; they try to replace it with stuff. No, can't do it. Sure. <laughs> Doesn't work. Yeah, um, yep.
2: that's
1: really true. I'm telling you, I am not in the movie business. I'm a painter by trade. But I, um, my hat goes off to you since I've been doing the show, and we've been doing it a while now. This episode, I don't know, 1,200 or something. But, um Ooh, You know, I well, thank you, thank you. I, I, I I'm just amazed at you filmmakers. Number one. Just the logistics of of trying to put something like this together. Number two, getting the money to do it. Number three, doing it, you know. um, (laughs) Man, it is crazy. And the time frame usually, I talk to people that it took, you know, a couple years. I cannot imagine sitting my wife down and saying, okay, dear, and she likes me. Don't get me wrong. But I can't, (laughs) I couldn't sell that. Okay, I'm going to be busy for the next couple years here, or for the next year, or whatever it is, and um, you know, uh, no, <laughs> I know yeah, that yeah. would not fly, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you've done it. You've done it. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, I appreciate uh, it. you're, right. you're right. Yeah. And uh, how cool is that? That had when you finished. That had to be like the best feeling.
2: Yeah, you know it's a great feeling, and you're right, man. You know any film, you know like all those steps, just the reason, you know, the, you know the different steps you mentioned are so hard to get done. And you know, and as a director, you know you're battling, you know, for the financing, you're battling for the schedule, you're battling for the talent that you want. And then when you get on set, you're really there to protect, you know, your actors and protect the set and protect those moments. But and also, you know, um, continue to make sure you. To execute the full film and the full vision and it, it is a lot man and so to finish the product there are two pieces of it one when you finish it's, it's rewarding um that we were able to do it you know and, and we, we we bit off a lot here man like we're really ambitious you know and me as a director part of my goal was to you know be able to execute high level action utilizing uh, you know some of the advances in technology i.e like 6k cameras um multiples mm-hmm. and framing and, and and just making sure we you know pre pro and you know most of our effects were like ninety five percent practical. Um and so just being able to get to the finish line is a feat and like and, you know just have to give hats off to the cast and the crew. Like my my team and my collaborators were amazing. And then uh two, the other part of that is yeah, when you release it to the world, you know, it's it's a weird uh feeling in the sense of it's out of your hands. It's, it's into the, you know, the, the zeitgeist so to speak in the world. And, you know, the the best couple of feelings I've had was I watched it with two different audiences and two different parts of the country and both audiences, both very diverse audiences, but both uh, mm-hmm. reacted to the film in the same way, in the same places and bonded with the same characters. And, you know, at that point, right. I kind of, like, took a little deep breath and I was just like, look, if people give it a shot and get past the, you know, because you have people who like, oh, it's a Bruce Willis film. If they, if they get, and, and, you know, and they just want to look mm. at it as that and and not give it its, its fair due. Um, we're only going to look at it to count, you know, oh, well, let's see what Bruce is doing. But if they're really looking to watch a film, you know, I felt like I was comfortable, like, okay, I I, I feel like we gave them characters that they can care about and ride out with. And, um, and, and you know, and as a career step, I felt like it was a really strong step where I wanted to be as far as a, a filmmaker.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the weird things, like my friends that are, uh, my group of friends that are directors, film directors, um, one of the weird things, and I've talked to them about this, um, is people will look at a film, they'll watch a movie, and it's like, you know, yeah, there's a whole, you know, there, there's 150 other people at least that worked on this, but it, you, it all rides on the director, you know, well, you know, I didn't like the way the uh, sunset set and this, scene. Well, it's gotta be the director's fault, you know, or, or, or <laughs> really, you know, it always, it is weird, you know, cause you'll hear people, you know, like, Oh, that's a Steven Spielberg film. Well, yeah. And a thousand other people besides, you know, I mean, um, sure. there, there's yeah. a lot going on here. A lot of moving parts. Um, but I think, for the most part, your civilian audience, the, the non-filmmaking, um, non-creating, uh, creative uh, people, watch. They, they want to be entertained. You know, this film—I I can't remember how long it was. What, it was a couple hours, right? Yeah, hour forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah like hour and 40, forty minutes. with that? Um, yeah. It was a nice escape. It was a night, yeah, and you know what? Had nothing to do with the Ukraine. And you now, you know, hey, I'm not bagging on that. I'm just, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just saying I had done nothing but for the past week, watch that. I needed a little break for for a little bit, you know, and and this was a nice break. Um, and it got my, it was my turn. Me and my wife, we have to, you know, we have to take turns, you know, we're, 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 we're trying to be modern and hip and everything. And um, it was my night, you know, and I, I didn't want to watch a rom-com and um, uh, or or I don't know she's on this big like medieval kick lately and uh there was no knights in this film um uh, but there was a lot of action in it man a lot <laughs> yeah. it was yeah cool. I appreciate it
2: it was and you yeah and you hit you hit right on it man i feel like you know um you know that is part of our responsibility as filmmakers you know we want to give you something entertaining and you know um to, you know, kind of escape because stuff is heavy right now. It's, it's heavy all around. And it's just like, you know, just being able to, and, and it goes back to me being a kid to even like help me fall in love with movies, man. It was just like, you get to just go watch and absorb somebody else's story for a little while and go on a nice little ride. And then, you know, for me also, you know, you want to infuse a little bit of, of yourself and, and, you know, walk away with at least a little bit of something, you know, not just totally empty entertainment. And, you can, and it's not mutually exclusive. You can do both. And uh, that was really a goal here, man. So I'm really glad to hear, like, you guys were kind of able to kind of just, you know, escape out and,
1: and get away a little bit. And uh,
2: that's just pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. Have a good evening, you know? Ate some pizza while we watched it. It was, uh, it was, no, I don't want to give anything away because I want people to watch the film. And I don't think yeah. I am. Um, it was, there was a funny, very funny scene or a moment between us when we uh, started watching the film when um, the uh, the protagonist's wife uh, gets abducted and, and held for ransom. And uh, I don't think I'm giving any secrets away in the film. I but know, my... Yeah. Uh, My wife turned to me. You know, she paused it, and we're one of those families where we each have a Roku controller (laughs) on either side of the sofa. So she paused it, and she turns and looks at me, and she says, "I don't know how you do it, but you'd better come up with the money." (laughs) Yes, dear. Look what he's doing! There's
2: a whole film about that. Yeah,
1: how cool is that? Yeah, how cool is that? Oh man, but it was it was uh, fantastic. But let me ask you, I was looking at your IMDb uh, page and whatnot, and um, kind of an interesting story. Interesting story. You grew up in uh, in uh, uh, Tennessee, uh, Memphis, Memphis, mm-hmm. Memphis. That's right, Memphis. Yep. Uh, with uh, right man, I, I like Memphis. is a fun town. Memphis. I grew up in Detroit, so Memphis is one of those towns where. If you don't watch yep. out, things can get very real very quickly. Um, yeah, you know, it is. Uh, yep. It isn't all barbecues on Mud Island, you know. Um, but uh, yep. you got into law originally, not necessarily film at first.
2: Yeah, that's correct, How- man. I, um, yeah, so basically, you know, um, started off as an attorney. You know, so growing up in Memphis, you know, and I played football um, in, at a school called Lambeth. University of Memphis, Lambeth. And, um, yeah, and I went to law school, man, and film was always like a first love of mine, even from the time when I was a kid, you know, my little Pixel 2000s, little black and white, uh, camcorder that you would recorded nice. to audio tape. And yeah, man, we would do our little home movies. I, I wish my mom could find that, um, the things we wish we would have kept <laughs> as kids, but, um, you know, so from then, but then, you know, in college, man, um, I, uh, had a choice between, you know, there were pre-law or TV and video, and the TV and video was full, so I went into the pre-law side of things and really, like, fell in love with the law itself, and then, you know, wound up going to law school, doing really well, practiced for a while, but, like, I, you know, film was all, again, like, my first love, and even with my law practice, my office was decorated with legal, legal movie posters was, like, right. our decoration, you know, That's so nice. it was always there, and, <laughs> Yeah, and film always inspired me, man. When I was in law school, I'd watch The Rainmaker and The Verdict, you know, just really, you know. Oh, yeah. It kept, like on those tough days, you know. So I was like, man, you know, and then like around 2011, you know, DSLR started coming out, and um and, and and that was the first time in life that I was actually able to get a tool that allowed me to make an image that felt cinematic and then just, you know, kind of dibbled and dabbled a little bit, made a couple of shorts, and then, um what happened was uh, uh i wanted in my first my first greenplay i put on the website and this producer in LA who's now like a Emmy winning director um found it and he uh brought me out to the on set and i was able to like like just be there immersed and with the talent and it was just like wow this is like freaking amazing and then um, there was a, another producer part of that, and he looked at the script, and he was like, man, like, you know, this is really good, man. Like, you got some talent. You really remind me of uh, Tony Gilroy, and I used to represent him. And, um, bro, that's that's the – I think that that was the spark that was like, oh, Tony Gilroy is like, you know, like somebody I was like looking – I look up to still to this day. It was amazing. And just to say, for somebody who doesn't know you, who has no interest in, in you other than like, right. He brought you on, you no know, thanks for coming to tell you that was like, that was, that that was really one of the little nudges I needed. And, you know, cut to a couple of years later, I was like, look, life is short. You got talent, you can do it, but it's going to take hard work and you can't do both of these. And, uh, so summer of 2015, man, I, I just like sold the practice and, uh, went all in on, on the filmmaking. And, um, you know, and and you know, it was a tough transition, you know, emotionally and financially. But um, I'm I'm thankful I did, and and happy now.
1: No, yeah. Well, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. And it's um, were you on your own when you made that decision? Were you uh, were you married or, or with somebody?
2: You know, it's funny. I, I was uh, I was on my own en route to be married. <laughs> so like ah. we wound up. I, so I made the switch in like May of 2015, and got married like September of
0: 2015.
2: Wow! So, yeah. Wow. So you know, so, yeah. So, so life was changing a lot. You know what I mean? Um, but oh she yeah. Was so supportive. You know, and yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was cool, man. It was it was a tough time though? Just like I said, emotionally, like you're just because look, the reality is this: it's like when you practice law um you become your identity becomes what you do i'm a lawyer i'm a lawyer hey i'm west i'm a lawyer you know like what well, you do i'm a lawyer mm-hmm. and then when you lose that identity and you're like just kind of sitting out there like okay well i'm tr- i'm working to be a filmmaker and i'm leaving something i was good at going after something that I going to be good at you know it's really like finding yourself and really took a lot of prayer and time just to kind of really you know inward searching to you know to, to be able to get past
1: that bridge bro dot, dot US.
0: my love shack apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering i hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, my Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's com as well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit MakingCancerHistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing, relaxing, An inspiring show bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a nonprofit corporation raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another a friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com, to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rocks gear, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings. From La holler to Miami to London, US Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I think that, you know, I, I've, I've talked to people uh, similarly uh, with that idea that, you know, in our in our country, in our Western society, I should say, um, and I don't know how it is if it's this way for women so much. Maybe with the the, the mother thing, it gets into that. Uh, I I don't know, but I know for guys, you're absolutely right. Your work is your identity, and I think that's a big problem that the homeless uh, have is they don't hmm. have an identity other than being homeless. <laughs> you know, that's oh man, that's, that's, their that's title. really astute, yeah. You yeah, know, and
2: just observation. Wow. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah, matter what you that. do, you
1: know, what you if you're digging ditches or whatever, well, I'm the best ditch digger there are. There is, you know. I mean that's, <laughs> it just becomes your who you are. And you know, and it's it's gotta be hard too, especially leaving a pres- something that's 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 looked upon as prestige. And law law is weird too, like like with lawyers because people either look at them like you know, like I, I do, um, that, hey, I, I knew that took a lot of school, school. I knew that, I know, I did a lot of schooling myself, so I appreciate um, the work right. that went into becoming a lawyer, you know, you don't just throw out a form and send it in, uh, there's, there's stuff <laughs> you yep. gotta do, um, and then you, to lead that career, uh, well, what I was gonna say was weird, is some people are like, oh, lawyers, you know, they're all shyster, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, whatever, man. Um, obviously you've, you've had a, a bad experience, <laughs> you know, something didn't go your way to have that opinion. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So you have that on the one hand and then you have people that are like, Oh, that's very prestigious on the other at the same time, which is very strange. But I would imagine leading that, you know, you, you've got to be like, you know, you, you go to a family reunion or something. Oh, what did he have a bad case? Or what happened? You know, I mean, it. it People were going to sensationalize anything. Um, no, he's following his dream, man, and he's making it happen. And you did, <laughs> you know? How cool is that? Yeah. Check and made yeah, everybody. Check and made. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That yeah. Is pretty it is.
2: cool. You know, my the, the toughest conversation was with my mother, man. You know, it's just like, oh, she was yeah. like you, you, you want you want to leave the law to go make
1: movies? I'm like, yes. <laughs> like <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> and civil if if I remember reading it right, it was civil rights law you were doing too. So Yeah, correct, correct. And and I don't know if you were aware of this. You're also African American. So uh, <laughs> you know, there's a little bit of uh pressure there with civil rights and being African American and Yeah, you know, oh you are gonna change the the country. Oh, well he is, yeah so he's gonna do it by making film um yeah. you, know? you know I Hold mean on. well, that
2: that's yeah, that's such a good observation, and it actually went into my thought process as far as like you know i look, my my grandmother you know worked for Asme was a union negotiator for teachers, you know, my mother is an educator. Wow you know, and it was like, you know, so doing, you know, work, you know, I say working for, you know, like civil rights, you know, working for the people Mm. have always been something that I wanted to do. And I think I was somewhat idealistic when I went into the practice. I did. I want to make a difference. You know, you had the Thurgood Marshals of, of the world and, you know, other like great, you know, civil rights attorneys that did the, you know, who were behind him in the Brown v. Board of Education, and I went to Washburn Law, which, you know, a lot of the Scots, uh, who were the attorneys behind that case, who weren't the quote-unquote famous attorneys, but they were doing a lot of the, the groundwork they were from. And so, like, hmm. you know, I was like, man, you know, I want to do this. I want to change. And then you just get into the grind, and you realize that at least in, in the 20th and 21st century, it's just it, it's, it's difficult. Yeah, it, it, that's not really right it. And so... <laughs> You know, it, it was like, you know, I get I would get frustrated dealing with juries who were, like, so close-minded to people that were different than them. And I was like, man, you know, what, what if I'm able to do something and touch a few people, like I was touched in law school with film and, and like, in life. What if I just make something yeah. so before they get called on jury duty, they've already, you know, like, have their mind open up and maybe help some, you know, other attorneys. You know, it's like, okay, that that's cool. And then um, and yeah, man. And then just really continue to fall in love with the art and craft, man. But your your point is well taken. Like that that definitely was part of my um, you know thought process.
1: It's crazy how things happen like that. I, I was just telling my wife the other day. I have a client right now who um, he, he's, he's you know he's got more money than God, and he, he's he's uh, his everybody's into their stuff, you know. And and he happens to collect vintage race cars. And he's got like, I think, 60 of them. Um, that's what he does. When, Ladies and gentlemen, when you get to a certain point in life, you can uh, explore your passion. That happens to be him. <laughs> um, and lucky oh. for me, um, he's having me paint all these cards. And and that's great. And it's been a project that's lasted several years now. And, and we'll continue to last. Um, but one of the things that um was funny that i was telling my wife when i was a kid in high school uh growing up in detroit my father was an engineer worked for uh several of the big threes and um you know he was always trying to get me to he's like you got to get into design you know you can make a lot of money designing these cars." and i'm like as a as a high school teenager I, I wanted to do the opposite of whatever my parents wanted me to do so i was like no i'm not doing <laughs> that at all you know i'm gonna go to I'm going to move to L.A. and paint album covers. That's my plan. Um, and then, you But, you know, but, um, you know so that went out the window. But um, <laughs> here I am, you know, 30 years later, and what am I doing? I'm painting cars. <laughs> and my father's laughing oh, wow. somewhere. You yeah. know, just laughing. And, you know, what you have to do, you have to. So what I What I didn't want to do in life, and I think you're the same way. Is you know we only have so much time here, and I don't want to be at the end of that road, going, man. I wish I would have done that, you know. Uh, uh-uh. no way. Exactly. I, I want to yeah. at least try. <laughs> you know, I want to say, hey, I tried that; it didn't work, but at least I tried. You know. Yeah, and man. Life is too short, man, you, you only live once. Yeah. Yeah. You only it's live true. once, man. You got to do awesome. it. And I think it's it's weird there's a lot of people right now, I, I figure they have some name I saw in the news they're calling it, where all these people are changing their careers and stuff, you know, since the pandemic. And I think that's great, you know, uh, provided you don't have a bunch of mouths to feed it home. So, you know, you can hand, you can take care of business, you know. Um Yeah. Don't yeah.
2: To do
1: anything. And, Jewish, and,
2: and I do think but Yeah, and I do think you have to be, you know, somewhat responsible. As well, in a sense of like, you know, for me, it was like, you know, I'm not going to make this jump. I didn't make the jump until I knew I actually had talent and and I saw a path forward that you know I could right. you know make yeah make a living doing it. You know, it wasn't it wasn't irresponsible, but regardless,
1: it's hard. You know what I mean? It's hard. Oh yeah. Oh man, I can only imagine. It's well, I I don't have to. I, I've been there, man. I have been there. We are like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Washing machines break, and then you got to get a new one. <laughs> you know that's, I yeah. like to eat I was a big guy. <laughs> so yeah. Things happen. And, uh, yep. It's 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 crazy. Well, here you are now with this particular project. So let me ask you. So you are you still in, you're not in Memphis anymore. You moved out to L.A. right or New York? Well, somewhere? no, I'm actually, Atlanta?
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm in Orlando now, Orlando, Florida. Oh,
1: nice. Um,
2: Up the road from Yeah.
1: Us. Yeah. Oh, where are you? That's awesome. I'm down in a little town called Deerfield, just south of Boca. I could throw a rock and hit a house in Boca. It's, I'm right yeah, next to it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Boca. Yeah, I know where that is. Built, man. Like, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. So I'm in the Sunshine State.
1: Nice, nice. Well, the, the, Orlando's cool. And Orlando, more and more film stuff's happening. I, I'm seeing there's a lot of entertainment stuff going on in Orlando because it's a hub, you know. Um, we go up there, well, my wife's from Florida, so, you know, she worships at the Temple of Disney. So we have to go every two months <laughs> uh, just to see if they have uh, – I'm like, no, Epcot still has a big golf ball. They haven't changed it here. We've been drive three hours. She's like, shut up. Let's go on the run. Yeah. Anyhow, um, you know, so we're up at all the time. That's a fun town. I, I really like Orlando. Um, so you start making movies. So in your office in Orlando – Um, do like just just scripts come? I'm thinking of how I'm picturing it's what I've seen in movies, you know, a a bunch of scripts come in, you've got a bunch on your desk and you go through them and you're like, this is a winner. This is the one we're going with. (laughs) Uh, Is that pretty much how that happens or uh, not so
2: much? Um, a little bit. So, you know, the first few, you know, because I was new, I' pretty much not just because I love writing as well, so like I write a lot of my own material um oh, okay. but like yeah because I was new, I was also having to like produce it as well because like you know no you know you yeah. going to ask somebody else to to do hard work for you when they don't know you or know if you can deliver anything it's just like really crazy, and really hard, like really hard, um and like right. just, you know any advice I would give any person wanting to build a career so you just got to go shoot you just got to keep building and build your team um so Mm -hmm. that's how it started and uh, as of late though i have been you know getting scripts and you know i have to like schedule them and read them because i take a while to read just because um i'm such a visual reader so when i'm reading it i'm trying to see it and you know if i can see it and feel it then I'll, i'll follow up with the writer um but yeah so that happens and you know, um, you know, I have a home office here that that I do that in and write and you know definitely try to read or write something every single day, and yeah, so so yeah, so it's a little bit of that, but not like tons of it. I gotcha,
1: I gotcha. Well, this was an interesting film, and I, you know, in and you know the the big question I, I suppose everybody's asking that I haven't yet. Hell of a cast in it, you know, hell of a cast, uh, some big names and whatnot. I think everybody did a real bang-up job on this. I love Brooke uh, Butler in it. I thought she was awesome. Everybody was awesome in this. Um, Yeah. Yeah. How did that – did you guys use a casting agency, or did you know people, or uh, just put the word out? How how did that come about?
2: Yeah, so you have a couple of different levels. So the first level, you know, you have to get your actors that allow you to get the the film financed and – as mm-hmm. finance. And so, you know, I had worked with Frank Grillo on a previous project. We became friends. Um, he was, like, the first one to sign on. And this was right before cool. COVID hit. I think he signed on in December and COVID hit, like, in March as we were getting ready to start, mm. you know, gearing up to shoot. And then, um, of course, COVID happened and then we had to, like, reset and everything. But then during the reset, you know, I worked on the script a little bit more, and then we, uh, a friend of mine who's also in the movie, uh, Steve, uh, a guy named Alex, actually, had worked with Bruce on another film and basically like, hey, you know, I think Bruce is, you know, you know, they're looking for, you know, a film, and I think, you know, you'd be great to work with him. Um, I'd like to put you guys in touch. And so he did. Um, you know, they, you know, we, we had a great call, great talk. And then so Bruce signed on. And then, you know, once you had those two elements, and then we had a friend of mine who actually brought me the script with Gianni Capaldi. He was on board. He plays Tim. And so once, you know, you have those elements, you know, you're a little bit freer to get uh, the, the best talent that you can oh, yeah. um, for the role. And then, so those, the three roles that were super, super, like, important were, um, were uh, Brooke's role, uh, Kevin's role and Leon's role, you know, so those three yeah. roles, I really took my time to cast them. And then, so I met with Kevin and went great. thought he would be great, even though, you know, I was a little nervous just because of, you know, his entourage background and his comedic, you know, uh, sense. Right but, right. but he was, but you know, he reminded me of, like, no, he Bro, like uh, yeah, he was like, man, I used to be in Platoon, man. Like, dramatic is, is my first nature. I just got good at comedy too. So I'm like, all right. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and then with, and then with Leon, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I remember him like from, you know, all the, the classic movies, man. He was just amazing. And, um, met with him and we had a great meeting. I knew he would be tapped into Pettis. And then with Brooke's character, I was really careful in getting that because that character has to do a lot with a little. Um, mm-hmm. and so, you know, I chatted with her. She, she was tuned into the character, very pleasant personality. And, um, yeah, she brought in. and then in the course of this, you know, we casted Alex and Steve, Vernon, Davis, and Curtis that kind of really rounded out like the maximum. And then we had a um, a casting agent, uh, Yolanda and Jackson, who helped fill in with you know a lot of the day players and the uh, background and the extras. And you know, for me, those are also super important because it it has to reflect a really you know real real world oh, yeah. life. So she did an amazing job, man. And so, yeah, you know, it just kind of, you know, started coming together once the train was going. And, uh, man, I just got blessed and was like, man, like, everybody just really, like, brought it, man.
1: I, I was just, like, ecstatic. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, E-R-O-X-X.US.
0: This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions
1: com, Michelle dot com very very cool stuff check it out. folks. Uh, speaking of Jackson, I I love when films are, are set in, in an area that that isn't just overly used. You know, um, did you have a background in Jackson? I mean, to note to you know that to know people and, and oh yeah, we can probably get over here if we check this out or. How did, how did that all come? How did Jackson come about?
2: So first, Mississippi came about first because they have a wonderful tax credit, and the film office, you know, mm-hmm. was really pleasant to work with. And so the financier was happy shooting there. Um, and then B, I, I wanted to find somewhere that felt had a, a, a real city feel to it, but also, um, and then so that's how we found Jackson. And then, you know, Curtis Nichols, um, who also was a producer on the film and also acted in it. Um, spends a lot of time there and he lives there and I shot a small film there in 2016, which is how we met. So Jackson has always been on radar. Um, and then, so we went in and started looking at locations and meeting people and, and this was actually before the, before COVID hit. So, and we went there Mm. and actually shot like best footage and everything. And it just looked great. It looked like a big city. We were able to, you know, shoot it at the angles and and everything to accentuate, you know, what all the, not all of them, just a lot of the positives, but there's still so much rich texture there that we didn't get a chance to explore. And, and then just the, the mayor, the police chief, the fire chief, like the visit Jackson, everybody just had the, like, so it just felt like family, man. They were just like, so cool. So happy to have you. And again, like, look, making films are hard. Things are going to go wrong. Things are going to, you know, be difficult at times. Mm-hmm. And you you want people there who are, are going to help those difficult times and help ease it over and not make it worse. But, um, right. man, like, it was just amazing, man. You know? So, like, yeah, we we went and bro, we just had a great time shooting, man. They, you know, we're blowing out cars in front of the governor's mansion and, you I know, had to give a shout <laughs> out to the governor, man. Like, they could have been like, no, get out awesome. here. But they were like, yeah, they were like, no, come on, man. Like, you know, if as long as it's safe, you're fine. <laughs> we were like, it's safe. So, um, so yeah, that was it,
1: man. That, that's, that's how awesome.
2: Jackson. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. I was talking to a, uh, a film director that I know, indie indie director that I know, and um, he was saying he had filmed a film. I don't know somewhere in like North Georgia or something. I can't remember the name of the town, and yeah, small town. And, uh, I, you know, I was asking him, I'm like, well, what was that like? You know, you normally, last if I talk to you or someone in L.A., he goes, let me tell you the difference. He said, you know, in L.A., he goes, the last film I shot in L.A., he goes, the guy next to a couple of houses down was, was mowing the grass. And he kept mowing the same area over uh-huh. and over. And so uh-huh. I finally went over there and gave him 50 bucks to, you know, take a break for an hour uh, so we could get the shot. He goes, in Georgia, they don't know any of those tricks. <laughs> you know, so you get things done a lot quicker. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, i never thought about that. That's that's got to be true, you know. Um, yeah. And I imagine, you know, even in our little town, now our little town here, a little beach town. A couple years ago, this I don't know, three or four years ago, they were uh, they filmed. Um, oh, what was it? oh The Rock and everybody had redone that Baywatch. Uh, they'd done the Baywatch movie, and uh, they filmed some of the scenes at our little pier here. And I'm telling you, the entire town, our little entire town was down there. I think I was the only person not down there um, hanging know. out, <laughs> you yeah, know, because it's pretty exciting. <laughs> I imagine uh, when you guys rolled into Jackson, they were probably like, this is pretty cool, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, happens, yeah. Jackson.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's awesome. That's yeah.
2: very, very cool. Well, that's,
1: yeah. that's you know, so this is this is happening, man. It's out. People are digging it. Um it's on uh video on demand like pretty much everywhere, right?
2: Yeah, correct, man. Like, you know, the Apple T V, iTunes, Amazon, um, cable VOD, anywhere where you can purchase a film right now, like it's it's there. And um Yeah, man, it's been great, man. Again, being able to sit with a couple of audiences in different locations uh seeing the reactions was just like, you know, one of the – it was just great, man. Like, I, you know, I can't even explain that ability. And, it's you know, with the, the loss of or the reduction of the theatrical releases, you know, being able to – for filmmakers not right. to have that experience is, is a little sad. But um, at the same time, you are happy that people get to watch it. But it's kind of really cool, like, for a collective group to – ooh and awe and and react emotionally to the same areas. And, uh, yeah, it's just something to be said about that collective experience, man. So I would love to be able to preserve some of it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think I'm hoping it will come back. You know, it seems to be if we can, uh, you know, I I guess the world just likes having a bunch of stuff happen, Um, you know. I was kind of like, oh, we are we're t- we're turned a corner on COVID. Great, we can go to the movies again. I got to take the bus now to get there, or ride my bike, because, <laughs> you know. But yeah, uh, true story, yeah. You know, could be worse. Could be worse. We're we're not hanging out in the subway. Um, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> Serious? It's crazy. It's crazy. But um, yeah, I, I was thinking things were going to be different, um, and they are. They are. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, I I miss going to the movies. I I, I really, you know, there's something inherently. I don't know if other countries have the same experience. Um, I just don't know. I've never been to the movies in another country. Um, It didn't even enter my mind that that would be something to do uh, whenever I've been in other countries. But it is, I mean, it's such a. I'm probably like you, you know, you you go to the movies when I was a kid was like the top, you know? And I still like going to the movies, you know? I miss that.
2: All right. Yeah, I agree, man. Hundred percent. You know, get
1: getting a big popcorn, dumping some M and
2: M's in there and watching man, something. Yeah, mine
1: nice and... bears.
2: Yeah, mine you know are bears and popcorn. <laughs> yep. or, or Mike uh, and I can popcorn. Either one of those, I'm good to go. I'm
1: telling you. The first time my wife saw me do that, she was like what are you doing? You're messing up the
2: fucking Like,
1: Oh, baby, you don't even you youngsters don't know. This is the
2: stuff. Oh you're... no, you got to do it, man. You got to have that combo. That <laughs> combo is invaluable. Yes. I'm
1: telling you. I'm telling you. It's, um, well, it's a great film and I want everybody to check it out. It's a good action. I really, really liked this. Um, and everybody did a bang up job, the bang up job at it. The, the soundtrack was phenomenal. I dug that. Um, you know, I don't I don't know how difficult
2: that was to get, but it was banging. It was banging. Yeah, well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it was a combination of um. There's a wonderful website out for independent artists that would be you know great, and it's called Artlist, a r t l i s t. io, and um they have a they you know they're really good at helping you get licenses and getting everything across. So you know some of the you know it helps also you know uh, find some talent and then. Our House of the Rising Sun songs were like original compositions that we, you know, um, were able to get since that's in public domain. And um, yeah, and really? our composer, you know, he did a great job, man, and getting it all tied in and flowing. And you know, it was uh, yeah, I'm really happy with it. No, it's
1: crazy. It's it's interesting when filmmakers start out. I, I I've known a few that that, and everybody knows so much about copyright. Um, they know so many wrong things <laughs> about copyright that <laughs> they find out quickly about. You know, oh, this is really fast! Yes, yes. Oh, yeah I had a friend of mine, and I was trying to tell him, I'm like, dude, are you can He's like, no, 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 we're only playing four seconds of it, and that's. I'm like, oh, did you go to law school? I don't remember that uh, still. <laughs> I, I don't remember that happening. Um, I, I might have been. I might have missed it though. And uh, oh, I know what I'm doing, trust me, I I I read it online. I'm like, okay. And sure enough. I know that's what <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Didn't get in trouble, man. He was wrong. <laughs> and it was <laughs> it. So and then he was calling, Hey, what, what you said you knew some royalty free Yeah, I do. Here you go. <laughs> 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 I didn't get my <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh that's nice. But yeah, it's it's crazy, but it's a good it's a good film and, and a real bang up job. Now I want to ask you why well, I've got you on the horn here. Um, I know we're promoting this right now, and it is I want everybody to watch definitely cool film. Uh, but are the gears turning for the next project? Um, because I'm, I want to see more
2: of your work. Oh man, that yeah, I appreciate it so much, man. And yes, they, they are, man. We, we have a film that we're in pre production on now. It's so, a you know. Action-y, E I would say, Reservoir Hi. Dogs Meet Smoking Aces, starring um, Kelly Rowland from Destiny's wow. Child. And uh, really excited about it. Very stylized piece. And, you know, just really looking to, you know, again, just keep building in the craft and do something really cool. And, uh, yeah, man, so that one's up next, man. And, you know, just continuing to build and grow. and. You know, a couple others in different stages of development, but um, so we're going to keep keep rolling, and Keep working.
1: Awesome. Well, you keep at it because uh, it's real, real. You're real good at it. <laughs> you know, this is what if if you were this good at law, um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> man, but you're real good at making movies. Um, uh-huh. No,
2: I appreciate yeah. it, man. Thank you. And that, that means so much, man. And um uh, hope you have me back when that one comes out. Man, we can chat about it and talk about yeah, the process absolutely. and everything. And, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Cool. I awesome, can't wait. Man. Well, very cool. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mr. Wes Miller there. And, again, the name of the film was The Day to Die. And, you know, go to your – everybody. everybody knows how streaming works now. That's one of the good things about the pandemic. We all – Know how to work our Roku players and PlayStations um, and phones, uh, however you want to watch yep. it. Don't watch a movie on your phone, man. Oh, I guess you could if you wanted to, but put it on a if big have screen. If it. you have to. If you have to, yeah. If, oh, if you, you have to, to, yeah. I said the same thing about music. My wife was like, oh, I heard this great song. Yeah, let me play it for you on her phone. I'm like, that little speaker. <laughs> no, I need, it. I'm Gen X, baby. I want sound, you know, amplification.
2: Oh. Yeah, we're, we're yeah we're the same, man. So I, I tell people watch this with with the surround sound. Like we put a lot of love into this thing, so yeah, like get some get some real speakers, man, and listen to this thing. So, uh, especially, yeah, I totally understand.
1: Especially this film, man, because there are some gun fights in this film. <laughs> yeah, man, that's all around. Shootout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You definitely one. And uh, yeah, to have that surround sound, if you can, man, that is uh, that's fantastic. Well, everybody, check it out, A Day to Die. Um, you can get this wherever, uh, you know, you stream films at. And, uh, you know, buy, rent, whatever you got to do. Um, but check it out. Also, I wanted to let people know um, we have links up. We, all, we have links on our show page to, um, uh, what we got uh, Wes Miller's uh, uh, social media and IMDb and the um, Vertical Entertainment page for um, A Day to Die film. So uh, there you go. Those links remain active when this goes to um, like Spotify and everything. Oh man, I gotta hit the thing here. I gotta hit the thing. I ran out of time. Here we go. Now we're okay. good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. When the computer comes on and starts telling, I'm like, what did I do?
0: Anyhow, well, no, we're all
1: good now. Um, but the links remain active. So if you're listening to this on Pandora or wherever you're listening, iHeartRadio, wherever, um, just click on that. You can get there. Like and share. Whenever you dig what somebody's doing, like and share their social media because it helps get the word out. It's just better all around. The algorithms see it. Um, it, It's really good. So, so do that. Also, with film, ladies and gentlemen, where you watch it, they all have a place to leave a comment. You don't have to write a doctoral thesis. Just give some thoughts, man. People like that feedback. You know, everybody worked real hard on this, so uh, you know. And it also helps with the algorithm um, and get the word yeah, out. Yes, it does. Well,
2: Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Please. Whatever we get
1: to do, man. Whatever we can do, because I want more films like this out there. You know, uh, there were no superheroes in this, but that's okay. Uh, not everything has to be a superhero movie. I'm not. I'm not yeah, being Martin Scorsese, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I like the superhero yeah, they have a superhero movie, a not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just not every meal, man, you know. I like steak, but I don't want it morning, noon, and night. Anyhow, uh, this is a great film. Check it out and, uh, you know, just just follow uh, Wes, and you can find out one of the projects he's going on and stuff, too. Very cool Instagram page on there, too. We should add that on here. I'm making a note. Uh, very, awesome. very cool. So keep All right, well, doing thanks a lot, doing Jamie, like. for everything, man. What's up? Yeah, absolutely. I'll talk to you soon.
2: Okay, that's perfect, man. And, uh, yeah, appreciate you, man, so much.
1: Yeah. And, ladies and gentlemen, this episode will be converted to a podcast. That's when we add all the commercials and stuff in. Um, if you want a commercial-free version, you got to join my Patreon. That's uh, information on that's on my website. Uh, but otherwise, this will be out everywhere on all the social media platforms, all the podcasting platforms. Just every we're on over five hundred podcasts, five hundred and like forty or something like that crazy mm-hmm. um, of just podcasting. It's, I didn't even know there were that many, but there are. And we're on them all. <laughs> Anyhow, um, check it out, and we will be back tomorrow. We've got a returning guest. She's got a brand new single out. Um, she's a fantastic singer songwriter of the rock and roll metal persuasion. So for you people that are into that. Look for Miss Sky Delaney uh, coming on uh, tomorrow, and uh, we will see you then. Uh, very very cool. Thanks everybody. Have a good day. Hey, and be cool. You know, I know everybody's grumbling about gas prices, but just remember, you're not sitting in a subway somewhere holding your cat. Uh, you know, missing your wife. So it could be worse. If, if we got to pay a couple a little bit more, we all just got to tighten our belts and do it. Um, Let's all just work together and grumble less. How about that? Novel concept. Anyway, we will see you next time. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks, Wes. All
0: right. Thank you, Jamie. Appreciate you, man. Yep. Bye. All right. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rox's Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited For broadcast on Blog Talk Radio Tana Oli, Pop Rocks Radio Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio Manténganse al tanto
1: Hey, the Harry Hicks from Sweden And you're Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks
0: Blog Talk Radio